this is Lori, and for the next half hour, I'll be reading from the April 27, 2023 issue of The Buffalo Rocket on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. On the cover, there is a nice clear picture of the Shoshone Park sign from the Buffalo Park System. And the title is, If You Build It, They Will Come. The Shianta Fieldhouse and a fenced-in batting cage in Shoshone Park will be forever changed by the building of an indoor sports fieldhouse by Bill Snyder. This patch of land situated between, behind the Shanta Fieldhouse and a fenced-in batting cage in Shoshone Park will be forever changed by the building of an indoor sports fieldhouse within the next two years, according to Hurdle North Park Youth Baseball League board members. After a successful meeting with the Buffalo Planning Board downtown in City Hall late Monday afternoon, the building, long in the planning stages since before the pandemic, has been in the hearts and minds of everyone involved in the 66-year-old league, offering baseball and softball to hundreds of area children since 1957. The proposed 34,484 square foot facility would replace a city of Buffalo swimming pool that was demolished in 2019 for various reasons including safety and security. The structure was just off the parking lot for the park but became intolerable to families now there for baseball or softball games. This new building would house an indoor multi-purpose turf field in the center of the complex that could be used for any sports organization needing space to help instruct or teach area children how to develop their skills as young athletes on a year-round basis. The facility would also include space for additional batting cages, community rooms, and space for offices, storage, and mechanical equipment. The building would sit on the southeast corner of the Shoshone Park and would be accessible off of Beard Avenue and the parking lot behind the Niagara Frontier Transit Station at LaSalle and Main Street. With registration numbers growing in the years since 2020, the Hurdle North Park Youth Baseball and Softball League has fought to coach boys and girls year-round in suburban areas outside the city limits that have facilities such as this but the length of time and travel to these sites has pr proven costly to North Buffalo parents. A new facility, such as this in Shoshone Park, evens the playing field against opponents on a boys' or girls' travel schedule. This is a long time coming, said one league official Monday night. In games against Central Amherst, Lou Gehrig, or Mel Ott leagues, we needed to pay to use a facility in order to practice for games that were scheduled in late winter or early fall. If the weather was chilly or if the weather was damp, we needed something like this. We've needed something like this. In a packed meeting room on the ninth floor of City Hall, representatives from Young Plus Wright, the building's architects, were on hand to answer questions from the city and the general public in, on hand in show of support. Members of the Board of Officers for Hurdle North Park were well represented, as well as University District Council member Rashid N.C. Wyatt who represents the area of homes immediately around Shoshone Park. The 1.94-acre site at 445 Beard Avenue is bounded by playing fields to the north, as well as two parking lots and industrial properties. The city would also incorporate a right-of-way on Beard into the project. The $7.25 million project would also include new utility connections, grading, sidewalks, stairs, and a new connection to the adjacent Niagara Frontier Transportation Authority parking, parking lot. 
The League is excited that the city has taken this step toward making this a reality for North Buffalo children and families, and we look forward to working with all parties involved in bringing a new chapter to the history of the Hurdle North Park Youth Baseball and Softball League, said John Hornung, president of the HNPYBL, in his meeting on Monday night. Back to the cover, YMCA to host Healthy Kids Day. YMCA Buffalo Niagara is hosting its annual Healthy Kids Day on Saturday, April 29th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., encouraging families to, make a, to take a moment to help kids just be kids. This free event is open to the public and helps provide a carefree day for children celebrating what makes a kid a healthy kid. Activities include games, healthy cooking demonstrations, arts and crafts, and more to motivate and teach families how to develop and maintain healthy routines at home. Media is invited to film this annual event at any of our below locations. However, we ask that you please check in with the front desk upon arrival and prior to any filming. Our five available locations are Independent Health Family YMCA at 150 Tech Drive in Amherst, Interview opportunity available between 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. with Communications Director Mike Bagerman at Independent Health Family YMCA. Kenton Family YMCA at 535 Bellman Avenue in Kenmore. Lockport Family YMCA at 583, 5833 Snyder Drive in Lockport. Southtown's Family YMCA at 1620 Southwestern Boulevard in West Seneca. William Emsley Family YMCA at 585 William Street in Buffalo. For specific activities at each location, please visit www.ymcabn.org forward slash healthy dash kids dash day. Locally founded in 1852, YMCA Buffalo Niagara is a charitable community-based organization committed to providing programs designed to build a healthy spirit a healthy mind, and a healthy body for everyone. The YMCA's focus on youth development, healthy living, and social responsibility is reflected in a variety of programs that are offered to all ages and abilities. For more information, please visit ymcabn.org. On page two, you're going to see here some alliteration. Bombastic broadcasting bombshells booted. One of the most surreal yet rewarding milestones in my former life as a broadcast journalist was my first day as an anchor working at WKBW, looking up and seeing legendary anchor Irv Weinstein. And this is article is by guest colonist Stefan McCallish. I'm sorry, I can't I, I can't even begin to pronounce that last name. M Y C H A J L I W. For those of us growing up in Buffalo, the guy, God rest his soul, was a broadcasting legend. Who can forget his weaving alliteration in a newscast, especially breaking news stories? If there was a shooting, hot lead flew on a cold buffalo night from a pistol-packing pumps. Punks. Viewers across the border thought the Queen City was burning from a fire that didn't stop since the War of 1812, because every single night, Buffalo Blaze Busters were battling a fire somewhere in the city. Truth be told, credit is also due to legendary behind-the-scenes producer Dennis Hernell, one of the nicest guys around and highly respected producer in the business that honorably served our great nation in the Vietnam War. 
At national level, two other big names in the business were no longer with their respective networks, both departing within minutes of each other on Monday. Fox News shockingly announced it was parting ways with media giant Tucker Carlson. I love the guy. He's brilliant. Best in the business. I'm not saying that because he's had me on his show a few times. Many folks only watched Fox because of Tucker Carlson. Minutes later, CNN announced it was canning Don Lemon after a disastrous and confrontational interview with Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. I had two distinct reactions to conservative Carlson and liberal Lemon being taken off the air. One, thank God we have the First Amendment and freedom of speech in the greatest country in the world. And two, we are all replaceable. All of us. While I thoroughly enjoyed watching Tucker Carlson, I never, ever watched Don Lemon, let alone CNN. That's the beauty of America. We can choose, not the government, where we consume news and the information from. The Buffalo Rocket, Fox, CNN, we pick. As for all of us being replaceable, it's a sobering reminder on what's important in life. Look, I'm guilty of it as well sometimes drifting towards the sin of pride when it comes to being consumed with things of the world. Let's get raw. How many times have we thought, no one else can do my job, or this place will fall apart without me? I'll save you the suspense. The world will continue spinning on its axis. America replaces the President of the United States every four years. Within minutes, two media juggernauts were gone from the air without even a chance to say goodbye to loyal viewers. The lesson learned is, every single day is a gift. I'm going to read that again. The lesson learned is, every single day is a gift. Let's appreciate the professional blessings we have and use the gifts that God gave us to love and serve others in whatever line of work we choose. We never know when this will be our last day in the office or in life in general. Keith Radford did a hell of a job stepping up when Irv retired. Tucker Carlson's career took off replacing a big name in Bill O'Reilly. CNN is still going to be a massive dumpster fire with or without Don Lemon. Life goes on. It always does. And you know what? It always will. Moving on to page four. The question. Northwest Buffalo Beat. The Heavenly Dinner? When my wife was put on comfort care, that meant she was taken off of all life support, made comfortable and out of pain. This was at her request. It meant there would be a brief time before she made the transition. Since her hospitalization was in the middle of COVID, she was only allowed one visitor a day, and that visitor was me. None of the eight children had seen her for at least a month. When she went into comfort care, we were all allowed in the room with her at the same time the children, and me. She was still wide awake and responsive. She joked, she sang, she reminisced. And it was a good day. The one thing she said that kind of shocked me was that she said she would see us all in heaven, followed by, I think you will all make it. Now this surprised me as we had talked about heaven many times since we were in our twilight years. We were both brought up as Catholics and were taught about heaven, hell, and purgatory. Since our young minds had to deal with the death of beloved ones, we really wanted to believe and accepted the teachings. As we grew older and saw more of our loved ones pass, it became increasingly difficult to believe that we would be all with them again in heaven. Even came to the point where we found it difficult to believe. 
After much discussion, we were disbelievers. That is why when she said, I will see you all in heaven, I looked at her and I wondered what happened in these past few days that made her such a strong believer. As sad as I was and in grief, knowing the end was near, it was heartening to see her happy with these thoughts. She really believed that she was going to heaven and that she would see us all again. I sat there silently and I did not speak. I had prayed every night for her recovery, so I had my doubts, especially when she did die. I kind of lost my religion, like many do in these circumstances. As much as I would like to see her again, heaven is where we were led to believe, just faded in my mind. I'm sorry. My existence now is alone in Florida as I choose to escape the snow, ice, and cold. Many of my friends down here have either passed or moved away. That is the negative part of growing old. The other day, in just one of the many days down here, I had three people preach to me about heaven. One friend called me, another messaged me, and a third was a stranger who came to pick up something that she bought off me on Craigslist. That day, I was overloaded with religious philosophy. They all meant well and had strong beliefs, trying to make me feel better in my grief. That night, I had the strangest dream. We all know dreams are sometimes strange, and we have no control over what they contain. They are what they are. I will tell you about this one as it is timely after a day of listening about heaven. Here is what I recollect about the dream. You can draw your own conclusions as to what it meant. I have my own. My wife and I entered an Italian restaurant. You could tell it was Italian. We were with another couple, and I do not recall who they were. We ran into my sister and her husband and some other living people. I ordered, and it was delivered quickly. It was exceptionally good, and I seemed to really enjoy it. What happened next? was bizarre. Sitting at the next table were my aunts and my mother, the five Italian sisters who have all passed. They were having a wonderful time, laughing, talking, and eating, which they all loved to do. I was happy to see them, and it did not seem the least bit strange. At another table, my Uncle Joe, a real Italian, who has also passed, stood up and was telling a joke. I then noticed that everyone in the restaurant were my Italian-American friends who had passed. The people serving in the restaurant were the best and did everything they could to please. I ordered lasagna, manicotti, spaghetti, and meatballs, and I was able to eat it all, and I didn't get full. It was heavenly. Did I get a taste of one of the many things that happens in heaven? I like to think so. It was fun seeing all those people, being able to eat all you want. What do you think? Was this a sign of what could actually be true? You're listening to a reading of articles and features from the Buffalo Rocket on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Moving on to page five, we see articles on seniority. Ask Rusty about Social Security benefits for my minor children. Dear Rusty, I will be 62 in 2024 and am considering starting benefits at that time. I will have two children under the age of 18. One of them will be 10 and the other 15. Will they be able to draw benefits in addition to my benefits? Signed, Father of Two. Dear Father of Two, yes, if you claim your Social Security retirement benefits at age 62, your minor children will be able to get benefits from you until they are 18 years old, or up to 19 if they are still in high school. You will likely be designated as representative payee for those benefits and will be obligated to use them only for your children's behalf, which could include simply saving the money for their future. But there's more to consider. 
Normally, a minor child is eligible for 50% of the parent's full retirement age entitlement, even if you claim at 62. But Social Security's family maximum will likely restrict each child benefit to make it less than 50%. Then, once the 15-year-old age is out of eligibility at 18 or 19, the younger child's benefit will increase to the full 50% of your FRA amount. That is, unless you are married and your wife will also be collecting a spousal benefit on your record. In that case, the family maximum will limit payments for all of the dependents receiving payments based on your Social Security record, both your children and your wife. Generally, the family maximum is between 150% and 188% of your FRA entitlement, from which your own FRA entitlement is subtracted, leaving 50% to 88% of the family maximum for your dependents. It's important to remember that by claiming your own Social Security retirement benefits at age 62, your monthly payment will be cut by 30%. You'll get 70% of your FRA entitlement, and that is a permanent reduction. So you may wish to evaluate whether the money your children will get until they are 18 will actually offset the lifetime reduction to your own benefit payment. Your life expectancy is important when making that decision, and if you wish to estimate your potential longevity, I suggest using this tool. It's also important to remember that claiming benefits before your full retirement age will mean that if you work, you'll be subject to Social Security's earnings test, which limits how much you can earn before some of your benefits are taken away. The earnings limit changes annually. It's $21,240 for 2023. And if the limit is exceeded, Social Security will withhold $1 in benefits for every $2 you are over the limit. They will withhold future benefits to recover anything you owe for exceeding the earnings limit. And if your benefits are withheld for this reason, your dependents' benefits will also be withheld for those same months. So your plans for working should be weighed carefully in deciding whether to claim your Social Security benefits early. To summarize, if you won't work full-time after age 62 and you're comfortable with 70% of your FRA benefit entitlement for the rest of your life, then claiming at 62 will also entitle your children and possibly your wife to dependent benefits restricted by the family maximum. But if you continue to work full-time, Social Security's earnings test will likely mean neither you nor your dependents can receive Social Security benefits at this time. And for clarity, the earnings limit no longer applies after you reach your full retirement age. This article is intended for informational purposes only and does not represent legal or financial guidance. It presents the opinions and interpretations of the AMAC Foundation staff, trained and accredited by the National Social Security Administration, NSSA, and the AMAC Foundation, and with its staff, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity. To submit a question, visit the website at amacfoundation.org forward slash programs forward slash social dash security dash ad dash advisory or email us at ssadvisor at amacfoundation.org. On to page six, we see the grapevine. Reunion for all years of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary School on Albany Street will be held at Town of Clarence Park, Large Pavilion, Capacity 300, located at 10405 Main Street in Clarence. The date is Sunday, July 9th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., and it's a potluck. 
but reservations are a must. RSVP by 63023 to Helen Brown Kurdsdorfer at 716-400-7977. That's Helen Brown Kurdsdorfer at 716-400-7977. Or Rosie DiLiberto Mandelera at 716-881-1306. That's Rosie at 716-881-1306. The Ten Lives Club recently hosted a kitten shower at their main shelter, located at Lakeshore Road in Blaisdell. At the event, there were cupcakes, appetizers, and punch for guests to enjoy. Guests enjoyed visiting with the cats and kittens while also taking a spin at the prize wheel. During the event, there were also three adoptions. The kitten shower raised a, the nonprofit over $20,000. Donations raised from the kitchen kitten shower are greatly appreciated, as the Ten Lives Club is expecting over 900 kittens to enter their shelter program. The expenses of kitten supplies, medical care, and spay and neuter is estimated to cost the shelter over $300,000. Ten Lives Club's main, main shelter lobby was filled with the gifts and donations from guests and supporters. The nonprofit is still accepting monetary and gift donations that will go towards the care of incoming kittens. Donated gifts ranging from nursing bottles to handmade blankets to heating pads to help incoming kittens during the season. For more information about donating or to, or to make a donation, please call the main shelter at 716 646 that's to donate. Call the shelter at 716-646-5577, extension 6. The Eastside Garden Walk, a free self-guided garden tour, Saturday and Sunday, July 22nd and 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The deadline to register to show your garden on the tour is May 15th. Register online at eastsidegardenwalk.com. Your garden does not need to be perfect. You know what? No one's garden ever is. If you have a garden in the footprint of the Eastside Garden Walk, you're welcome to participate. There are no fancy garden criteria, no site visits, no judging, no entry fees, nothing. All you have to do is be proud of, proud of your little spot of the earth. It does not need to be giant. It does not need to be professionally landscaped. Gardens range from large to a few square feet. Register your front, back, or side garden, your upper porch seen from the street, or your business storefront dolled up with plantings. It is the diversity that makes this event a success. The Eastside Garden Walk is more than a free self-guided garden tour. It's a way for residents to take control of the narrative for our community. We share gardens, stories, and our spirit of perseverance with those from within and outside our neighborhood. The tour counters the negative stigma often portrayed on the news by creating a positive stories of our homes and our neighborhood. We use our love of gardening and community to create connections between gardeners, neighbors, and visitors. Eastside Garden Walk is an event produced by the Gardens Buffalo Niagara, whose mission is to create more vibrant and beautiful communities by sharing our gardens. Other GBN events include Garden Walk Buffalo, tours of open gardens on Thursdays and Fridays in July, the Buffalo-style garden art sale, and the Urban Farm Day. The Buffalo... Cherry Blossom Festival is celebrating its 10th year as Western New York's premier springtime celebration, and it was celebrated on April 29th and April 30th. The Buffalo Olmstead Parks Conservancy, the Buffalo History Museum, Friends of the Japanese Garden, 
and Music Arts partnered to host the celebration of the spring season and cherry blossoms in the Japanese Garden in Delaware Park. Buffalo Olmsted Parks are launching the 2023 Parks Inaugural Derby Day fundraising event hosted at the Terrace in Delaware Park, 199 Lincoln Parkway, on Saturday, May 8th at 5.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Reflecting the style of the Kentucky Derby itself, attendees are encouraged to wear their hats and their bow ties. Box seat tickets to the 2024 Kentucky Derby or the 2023 Saratoga Racetrack are set to be the top prizes for the Derby Day fundraiser raffle. Tickets for this event can be purchased at www.bfloparks.org forward slash Derby 2023. On page 7, we see that there is help wanted. S-W-E-N-G the third. M&T Bank, Buffalo, New York, Perform Complex Systems Analysis Design and Development, requires bachelor's degree or foreign equivalent in IT or related technical field, plus four years experience in app development using Spring Boot or Java. Recommend and implement system solutions, um, build out front-end and back-end code, develop JavaScript code, agile development, and develop web-based code using HTML and CSS. You can apply at E-A-L-O-I-S-I-O at mtb.com. Reference job ID hashtag HP. That's again E-A-L-O-I-S-I-O at mtb.com. SQL Data Administrator. M&T Bank, LLC, Buffalo, New York, responsible for providing DB support for the systems team and all applications that the support team supports. Requires a bachelor's degree in information technology or related four years experience in DB capability planning and management, DB growth, upgrading and migrating DB. Doctor in management ensuring DB um, meets... um, CYSEC standards, performing DN maintenance, including IDX, FRAG, and stats rebuilds, and SQL. You can apply again to EALOISIO at MTB.com and in this case refer to job ID hashtag MK. MT Bank Buffalo seeks a SWENG third respirator. RESP for maintaining and upgrading ID management system for workforce, SailPoint IIQ, requires a bachelor's degree or a foreign equivalent in computer science engineering or related technical field, plus six years experience in developing SW code in Beanshell. To create workflow on SailPoint, identity IQ platforms, three years of development in SW in Java, one year SQL to query and troubleshoot DBs, perform version control use GIT, and manage tickets using Jira. Resumes to EALOISIO at mtb.com, and in this case, it's job code SS. For rent, affordable living, a senior 55 plus community. Rent as low as $600 per month and includes all utilities plus cable and the internet. You can apply at Brother, Brothers of Mercy Senior Apartments by calling 716 759 2122. That's 716-759-2122. 
Did you know that Johnny's Meats has the best Italian sausage in western New York, according to the Buffalo Spree, and they gladly accept food stamps. They are located at 1191 Hurdle Avenue, and you can call them at 716-876-2500. That's Johnny's Meats, 716-876-2500. You have been listening to a reading of articles and features from the April 27th issue of the Buffalo Rocket. Your reader has been Lori. Thank you for listening, and you have a great day. Welcome to 